1: What's up, everybody? I am super excited to tell you about a new podcast I've just launched with my amazing wife, who's right next to me, by the way, Lisa Billiou.
0: What up, baby?
1: The new show is called Relationship Theory, and it is available now wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Yeah, seriously, guys, Relationship Theory is just a different kind of relationship show. It is the no bullshit relationship show.
1: In each episode, we're going to be answering your questions about every possible aspect of relationships you can expect to hear about a wide range of topics like developing better communication skills, figuring out the right time to move in with your partner, and tactics to resolve fights, and all kinds of tasty stuff like that.
0: And we also touch upon some juicy topics like sending nude photos, what, <laughs> cheating on your partner, and starting workplace relationships, which we <laughs> Not may that. We would know anything <laughs> nothing about that. at all.
1: All right, guys, you're going to hear how Lisa and I have worked on issues throughout our relationship, which, by the way, we've been married for 18 years. We've been together for 20. It's absolute madness. We're still on fire for each other. And you're even going to hear how we work through disagreements in real time. Like you will actually hear us working through stuff on the show. It's
0: like our can't help session. ourselves. I
1: know. It really is. So whether you're dating in a serious relationship or married, this show is going to help you level up your relationship with real Tactics and actionable advice without the BS.
0: Yeah, we've even had single people listen to the show to help them figure out what they're looking for in a partner. So, guys, if you're in a relationship or interested in finding a relationship, this show is for you.
1: Again, it's called Relationship Theory. It is now available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can click the link in the description of this episode and it will take you right there. We already have multiple episodes posted, so you can dive right in.
0: And please let us know, guys, what you think
1: subscribe now relationship theory wherever you listen to podcasts
0: and until next time
1: be legendary
0: yeah baby let me tell you that's gonna shut her down faster than before you can get the rest of the sentence out
1: yeah people just have to stop bullshitting though hey everybody welcome to another episode of relationship theory I'm your co-host Tom Bilyeu I'm here with my beautiful wife Lisa and we're about to answer your questions. What's
0: up, baby? Let's dive right in. Let's do it. All right, so the first question is anonymous.
1: Okay, often
0: juicy. Yeah, often juicy, that's true actually. My girlfriend still has not adopted a growth mindset, and it is very difficult to cope with it because now that I have a growth mindset, her way of thinking is conflicting with mine. How do I know that these are the things that she can potentially change about herself? How can I approach her with this without trying to sound superior?
1: Wow, a couple really interesting things there at the end. So, first of all, I love it that he is concerned about um, approaching this in a way that he doesn't sound superior. I think that's really smart and you want to speak in a way that people will actually hear you. And I think that judging your communication by what the other person hears is the right answer. Yeah, great point. And then not wanting or asking if he's being selfish I think is a very um, smart thing to ask. Now, I will say that... Um, yeah, in some way he is being selfish. And I think that it's absolutely right to be selfish. And I think that if you don't carve out that space and say that these are my non-negotiables, um, you end up in a world of hurt. Mm. So being honest about where he's at is critical. Being honest with himself and her about where he's at. Um, talking through in a non-judgmental way about how he views um, being goal-oriented, having a growth mindset. I think I all of that- How
0: did you do that? i like, to interrupt you.
1: Yeah, so I think that you would you have to sit down and say, look, I really want to talk about um, things that are important to each of us and, you know, how we're feeling about each other and where we're at and just open the lines of communication. So I will tell you something about myself and I would love to hear what's important from your perspective. And I think a lot of times there's a really beautiful surprise that can happen when your goal is sincerely to open the channel of communication and to come into the thing realizing I may be misinterpreting, I may be missing an underlying cause, a pain point or something for her, and that by opening this channel of communication it may deepen a level of connection and make her feel like so heard and so appreciated and understood and all of that. when you can go into a moment like that with that openness to be like, I really feel like where I'm at is true and an accurate representation of where she's at as well and I feel like I have an understanding of um, you know, her stuckness and all that, but I really could be wrong. And so it is entirely possible when I go into this discussion that I come out with a better understanding or clarity. So I think if you can go into the argument with that knowing that what you're really driven by is identifying what is true, and then, then we can you know, reassess. But um, So going into it with that, hey, I want to communicate this, and being honest with how you feel, so here, here is where I'm at with a growth mindset. It is, it is super important to me. It may be my highest value in life is to have a growth mindset. I believe that that's going to lead me to all the things that I want, including a more beautiful relationship with you, because I fully take on board that I am not the ideal version of a partner for you nor am i the ideal version of a partner that will make me proud of myself so part of this is always going to be my ongoing desire to get better and to better understand you and all that now i'd love to know something that's equally important that carries that weight for you um, or what you think about me having said that if you have any thoughts about a growth mindset but it would really be posing you know something and then sitting back and waiting and being super open to be taken by surprise and being very open that this is probably going to be a very long conversation or series of conversations and if you love her, then it's obviously worth going through the series of conversations to get to the point where you can understand her. Now, having said all of that, I wouldn't, unless something happened that changed my mind, I wouldn't be backing down on where I stand about a growth mindset or the importance or the need for it to be adopted by the other person but coming in with an open mind, not assuming that you know everything about that person, really listening to their response to that, and you know, seeing if they can be honest. So if I say something like, hey, it's really important to me to have a partner that adopts a growth mindset, but obviously it's gotta be something that you want for yourself, and so I wanna see where you're at with that and you know, what your feelings are around that, and if they're combative, defensive, Um, then understand that now the growth mindset we're just talking about the t and so you have to get to what's really driving it and if there's some insecurity if i'm not being a good partner and i'm not making you feel important to me if this feels like a conversation about an ultimatum um you know then there's there's like real danger in that and look this is and we talk about there are some questions that are dangerous like The path that you go down when you ask that question, it is a hard question that can have a very scary answer.
0: The one thing I want to say though is, which your advice is fantastic, but now here's something I want to pose to you. You're talking like she actually has a growth mindset, and here's where the problem lies, and this is where I actually feel part of his pain is, when you're trying to talk like that and be like, how can I be there for you? This is what I'm looking for. Let's be open. That's a growth mindset. So what if you're talking to somebody that doesn't have a growth mindset now, all the things you're saying, they may respond in a completely different way. Like if you, if I had a closed mindset, a fixed mindset, and you said to me, um, "I, you know, it's important that I'm with someone with a growth mindset." All I hear is, "I'm not good enough."
1: Yeah, which is really interesting. And and I'm none of this setup assumes she has a growth mindset. Right. So I I'm, you- I all the things I'm saying are because I assume she. Does not have a growth mindset but if you come at it in a combative way and say look i have a growth mindset super important to me um, and it's really been enriching and empowering in my life and i love you so much but you have a shit mindset and you're wasting my time and i don't see a future which is what she will hear if he says i have a growth mindset i'm super worried that you don't i can only be with somebody that does Just setting it up that way Mm. is really setting you up for failure and I think this is one of those times where intention will bleed out in a thousand subtle cues Mm. that you can't control and so if his intention is, I just need her to recognize she has a fixed mindset and you need to subtly get her to understand if she doesn't fix that shit, I'm out of here. So I think he has to change his intention and even though it is true that at the end of the day, on a long enough timeline, he's not going to be in a relationship with somebody who has a fixed mindset. But the reality is, in any relationship, the the growth is gonna go like this. And there's gonna be times where he's ahead of her, she's ahead of him, and if each of them show grace in those moments, and the other person sincerely wants to get better, then you can get on the other side of it. So what I'd be trying to do is walk her through a position where she's really reflecting on her own beliefs, and getting to the underlying securities. And quite frankly, I would call out the insecurities. Now, this is all from a position of, I've been through this, I've been through it you know, for years and years and years. I've gone through this with employees and things that have had a fixed mindset and had to help them. And some of it is just, hey, what I, we have to establish are, what are the rules of this relationship? What are the values? What are the things that we as a couple are going to decide that we value together? And once they buy into the value system, and I would say, okay, for me, like, let's think of this like dodgeball and we're picking teams. So, value number one, and each of you can veto a value. And, but like, I'm gonna say, here's my most important value in this relationship that we both have a growth mindset. Now, if she doesn't veto it, it's like, okay, so now we have that value. What's a value for you? And let's say she says something that I'm like, whoa, I'm really surprised by that, that we, um, we never judge each other. Okay, maybe I can get behind that, maybe I can't. So I would ask for clarifying things. What do you mean by judge? Does that mean I can never criticize? Does it mean I can never point out something that might hurt your feelings? And if she's like, yes, I always need to feel supported. and Anytime you make me feel unsupported, then you'd be violating um, one of the values of this relationship, then I would say I veto that. And without this spiraling out of control, because we could sit here about every conceivable value and why we would or wouldn't do it, but um, that is a quality of outcome, and I have no interest in a quality of outcome. So if you said that we will always make a sincere attempt to uplift, the other person and get them to a place where um, you know, they're in a growth mindset, they're emotionally stable, they're able to um, be emotionally resilient in the face of obstacles, helping each other get to that place, yes. Mm-hmm. But that often means pointing out the hard truth, saying the difficult things. Um, and so in fact, a, a better one, because it would have been just easy to agree with, would have been, um, in this relationship, we always say truth and hear truth. Amazing. I love that value. So now you can say
0: truth and the other person can't push back because you're like, hang on, didn't we just agree that we were going to be true, honest with each other? Right.
1: So now you have these values and they're not always going to be easy, but if they are objectively things that will always feed into the health of the relationship, then you've really got something that's winning. So. I think that's super important, and so if you do that and your intent is to be open-minded and to really understand where they're coming from and to get beyond the tea and down into the truth of you know what's being said, and I always wonder how many people are hearing the tea for the first know, time, they're like, yeah. what is he yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, but the tea, the biggest argument Lisa and I ever got in was over a cup of tea, and of course what we realized two hours of screaming later
0: way longer than two hours yeah you're I think. probably right about that <laughs> was
1: that it, the argument wasn't about the tea it, nothing it to do was with the tea. about much deeper values and feeling loved yeah. and understood and appreciated and all of that and so once we got there and literally said stop this is not about the tea what is this really about yeah. and started speaking from like that base truth yeah. um, then things got really clear so if you're really approaching it from that way and you can lay out what the values are in your relationship and you both agree to things that make sense for the health of the relationship that are just empirically useful things. Mm -hmm. We will always communicate, we will always be truthful, we will always be honest, we will be candid and not brutal. It's like, you know, things like that that just they support the healthy fabric of a relationship. Then it's like, okay, and now we need to abide by those things. Um, That's how I'd approach it.
0: Yeah, really, really good advice. like you said, he was very aware, and I like the fact that he said um, he'd try not to sound superior because that will shut down the conversation immediately. And in all honesty, in certain words that he's using, he does sound a little superior, which, like, interesting. Yeah, like for instance, <laughs> she slacks in the gym and nutrition. So, yeah. for instance, slacks according to who? Yeah. So, right, like, she may be like, I'm pushing myself. Now he's probably thinking, you can push yourself 10 times more. But now it's about that's judgment, right? right. It's like you're not doing it enough. So ha- where's that fine line of like giving constructive criticism to them to help them with their lives? like? babe, you were the one that told me, or I would sit with you, right? And if you're like, hey, I want six pack abs, awesome. And then two weeks later, I see you slacking off of the gym and mm. your nutrition is terrible. I would want, I want to see you succeed. So I would come to you with that approach. Like, babe, I really want to see you succeed. And you were the one that told me you wanted abs. Like, if you want my help, I, I'd love to be able to help. But these are the little things that I can kind of like, and obviously you have to get them to agree. They want your advice first because no one wants to take advice from somebody um no one wants to, yeah, take advice
1: my, advice. my whole thing there is detach it from the other person. And if somebody came to me with that kind of thing, I would just be like, what's your goal?
0: Right, exa- exactly. Then it's
1: not about me. Exactly. Like, it, your goal is to you know, compete in the right. Miss Olympia competition. Right. You're slacking. Yeah not based on my subjective exactly. metrics, what you're doing exactly. will not take you to the Olympia, therefore you are slacking. Therefore you are doing by definition something, that, something wrong, because 20 I 20. define wrong, right or wrong quite frankly, is things that are right move you towards your goals, things that are wrong move you away from your goals. So. Once it's about something else that the other person values, they want self-stated. It's you know their world. It's not about like I want you to be hotter. I want you to look better in right, booty shorts. Right, right, right. Um, which exactly. by the way, I also. It's interesting. I wouldn't lie about it, but I also am very careful not to let myself invest too much in that, because one, I think that that physicality is so transient, and two, um, there is no question that if I flipped a switch and said I no longer care about the business and what I care about is my physique, um, that I would have a much better physique for you. And there is no question, like this is, to me, it is, is just objective. It would be more fun to be with me sexually. It would be more fun to see me naked. It would be more impressive. I just don't think that's false. Like, that just seems sort of obvious. Yeah. So it's like, okay, but what do you
0: but I don't value that
1: in- As much, right? It's not that you don't value it. I know because I've had six pack abs and I've walked around with it and I know like it would turn you on and I would get sometimes like super random sex. Yeah, because you were like, woo. And like, and it would just trigger and then uh, next thing you know, we're naked and having a great time. It was amazing. And I thought, this is so fucking rad. I love being in shape like this, except it takes an inhuman amount of effort. So for me to stay there, the business, had to like, it, it went down in right. priority. And right. I mean, to the point where you and my business partners pulled me aside and said, you no longer have a personality. Because
0: you, your nutrition was so um It was my primary focus. And yeah.
1: It was like, I, my calories were so low, I didn't have yeah. the energy, all that. But I fucking looked awesome. Right. And quite frankly, it was amazing psychologically. It was amazing. Yeah.
0: And that was a battle as the wife though, to see you go through that transition where you're like, Oh, I got six pack abs, like you'd been talking about it for so long, you put so much work into it. So I was so proud of you and happy for mm. you because you'd finally achieved it. And on the other side of it, I'm sitting there going, but he's no fun. Like I I w- loved that you had six pack abs. I was hoping that you would one day get six pack abs. And when you did, I saw how miserable you were and how just not fun you were. In
1: some ways, but miserable in other ways, I was like jazz
0: Maybe for, <laughs> for your sake, but.
1: Oh, only that way? Yeah.
0: But for me, I was just like, no, I'm not willing to sacrifice this. Like I don't, I want my husband. And everything we've ever done, even with the business, before we even started Quest, I said to you like, I'm not willing to lose you over getting money for this tech business that you're working so hard for. Like your personality had completely gone. You were completely miserable. And it's like, yes, I'd love to be wealthy. Who, you know, who wouldn't? But at the same time, I'm not willing to sacrifice my husband. I'm not willing to sacrifice you and so um yeah that was easy to then make but the way he kind of worded it it whereas like the the things that bother me is that she doesn't work hard Mm. and her nutrition at the gym it's like let me tell you that's going to shut her down faster before you can get the rest of the sentence out
1: yeah people just have to stop bullshitting though like if that's the truth then he needs to own it. And if in owning it, it makes him feel gross about himself, well, then he can address it and make the change. But. And
0: also, I think, be honest about why it bothers you, right? Because let's say for me, I was on the path growth mindset and it's every day, even now, right? I have to think about like, I'm sick. Okay, I don't want right. to be the sick person. I have to work through it. I don't, you know, got to be strong and all. So I'm still working through it. But when especially at the beginning, you just need people with that same like motivating attitude so that when you're on the cusp of like falling apart, saying no, saying it's not possible, when you're at that stage, it's nice to have someone by you that's like, you've got this, babe, you can fucking do it. Right. Versus someone that's next to you saying, Told you it won't work, let's go get a cake and a piece of pie and let's mm. set, you know, mourn our you know our feelings. That's where I think he'd be able to say. Be like as I'm trying to go through this transition. As I'm developing a growth mindset, it's important I'm around people like that. And I, you know, I would love for us to grow together. It's a way for us to bond. Like, how do you make her feel like she's a part of your growth, your happiness, your um, desires? Because I think that will fuel her more as well.